Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Commented Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. I'm Nia. And I'm DeCoria. And um, it's been a while since the four of us has been on a mini-sode. So, um, have the four of us ever been on a mini-sode? Mm-hmm. I don't think I, so. I think that the Avatar one, I believe. Uh, um. That might have, maybe. Maybe. Who knows? We do too much nowadays to keep track of anything. <laughs> um we're hopefully you're having a lovely beginning of fall the weather has started to cool down um but yeah today we wanted to talk about netflix what we love about it what we hate about it how it's changing the industry for the better or the worse this is our netflix rant we hope you enjoy it yes we did just get done reviewing a show that's exclusively on netflix and we will continue (laughs) to review shows that are exclusively on netflix because we have no other choice okay so um let's start with do y'all remember when netflix like wasn't even a thing like we were at best buy uh, not best buy what the hell are the name of the dvd shop <laughs> blockbuster blockbuster yeah 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 so for the children out there there was a time when you could not stream everything from your single device or your computer or even your tv you had to pay for everything we had cable um all that bad or good stuff you would have to go to a different location i know that sounds incredibly tiring go to a different location go pick up a movie and then bring it back or you will get charged a late fee <laughs> talk about late listen late fees <laughs> they were like and you charge we you now owe us 70 dollars like i had the movie for a day excuse me them late fees that's how they made their money but go ahead right no yeah so then all of a sudden one day there was this little thing that she would get in the mail it'd be red and it'd be like here's netflix where we will just send you the dvd and you can send it back to us now Mm -hmm. here's the question for ages what was more annoying to you to have to go to a mailbox and send back a dvd or having to go to the store and return a dvd Mail. Mm. i was too young to be annoyed by either I didn't do the mail. I did not do the mail. Not box. Corey calling us old. <laughs> no, because like <laughs> I are hags. Cause, no, because like literally, I I wasn't in charge of like mailing stuff. So uh-huh. if my grandma would get Netflix stuff, she would just give it to us. So we didn't know like it was coming. It would just come. And then if we would go to Blockbuster, it's because she just brought us there. So we oh, just walk see. around and pick stuff. That's up. interesting. Your parents were still at the age where they would learn technology. My mother would tell middle school, high school, I me, mean, you figure this shit out. <laughs> So, yeah, so you're not responsible for any of that. Right. Right. So to me, the more annoying thing was to have to mail something back. Because if I return the DVD, I can just get another one right then and there and have something new to watch when I got home. But then, you know, cable services started saying, well, we'll buy the right, the distribution rights to these movies. Y'all bitches just got to pay for it. So. Oh, I remember. Com- wait, 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 wait. That was when Comcast was like charging yeah. folks. my mom would eat up that bill when i tell y'all every week it'd be like another like mom we bought another movie what's happening (laughs) but comcast would be so expensive i remember like i would like go to blockbuster and you know um if you know the real new movies would be on the wall and that would be the expensive ones and my dad would be like not today no (laughs) stay away from there we're not like we're not gonna do 12.99 a day for a movie But then you'll go pick up a movie. But even though it's like ten dollars there, you go to Comcast, it's fourteen. Why? Yes. <laughs> no. No, thank you. 
Right. So before the streaming era, that's how we were watching movies. That or you were just taking your butt to the movie theater. And once you got done seeing it, you would have to wait until it started showing up on your TV for free. That would be decades. Or you would actually have to go buy the DVD. Now, y'all have been to my house. We have all the Disney VHSs. <laughs> I'm sure there's still box of DVDs in our garage somewhere. But um, that's how my mom was. My mom is the type of person who will watch something, even though she's seen it 12 times. She'll watch it until the 24th time. And mm-hmm. then go watch something she's already watched nine times until the 22nd time. And just back and forth. And so... That was happening for a while. And so after really, after one bad Comcast, first of all, for Comcast to be so flipping big in Georgia, y'all customer service is terrible. Terrible. <laughs> Listen, can we, that's a whole other rant that we need to do one day. Just ranting about Comcast and AT&T. Like what is, what's going on? You know what? I haven't had it that bad with AT&T. Comcast is, oh, was awful. I think they were known for not being the best Comcast Just terrible. Service. Yeah, like going up on charge, like all of a sudden charging doubles. Like, why are you charging me? Oh, it's it's like your promo time is over. It's like, well, then I'm gonna switch. Oh, well, you know, we're gonna charge you anyway to switch. It's like, huh? Comcast is crazy. And, and you have to know that my mother is, though technologically challenged, um, <laughs> she <laughs> is a type of person who's very loyal to the thing she. Once she finds a product, like we've had this, we've <laughs> switched to thick cut a specific brand of bread and have not switched back. Even when it's out, my mom's like, don't buy no other bread. I only want the bread that we like in this house. So imagine a woman who wouldn't even <laughs> think about buying a desktop, even though her HP was dying. And I had to talk her into buying a desktop said that I'm not going to do this with Comcast anymore. After 10 years, she said, I'm not doing this with Comcast anymore. So we switched to AT&T and all this stuff. I don't remember exactly when streaming, when streaming started, the big things were like Hulu to me Mm. we're like hulu and then it was kind of like netflix and nobody like single channels didn't have streaming platforms because they were still doing cable oh yeah right and they're still charging because cable packages like back in the day isn't cable like a hundred dollars now or like there's a bundle or something like back when people had those fat tvs that stood up like not i'm not talking about like the the little ones the fat backs i'm talking about like the 90 inch tvs that were fat (laughs) you needed like seven people to lift them up like when that was like the big thing you mean the the tv in our living room that my mother refused to throw away (laughs) That one, like yeah. My grandmother big. has still has hers, and it works. Wow, and not it works. That's crazy. But those types, that type of time, like the companies were like charging. You had to like have a lot of money to get a good cable package. Like if you were gonna get basic cable, which is like channel one <laughs> to eighty, then you were paying like a hundred fifty. But if you wanted premium cable, you were paying at least three hundred dollars, mm-hmm. depending on Do where you live. Do y'all still remember what favorite um your favorite networks, what channel they were on? Oh was listen, seventy two listen, I no was like seventy two B E T or like Disney or sixty four yes! was Disney. Seventy two was B E T seventy two was B E T. Yeah, Listen, yeah. Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, and Disney were right next to each other. They were sixty four, sixty three, yes. sixty two. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, that was the time we were living in. And now (laughs) every single network has their own streaming platform. (laughs) Disney really did have the audacity to be like, have a bundle and you get the history channel too. That's, that's cable. That's cable. That's what you're doing right there. It's cable television. 
But the reason a lot of people strayed away from cable television is because there was no representation. It was still very a blanco. It was still very giving palm colored, you know, a 12 by 11 inch people on every channel. Um, BET was still showcasing everything that happened 10 years before. There was no new content. <laughs> yeah, that and Baby. people just weren't watching TV. Just yeah. that, right. that's, like that simple. Like people weren't watching TV anymore. Yeah, there was like so much like stuff online that was like basically you pay nine dollars, you can watch any movie. So what's the point of anytime you practice? want? Like yeah. the life of the average American or human is like I'm busy by six and seven o'clock and you want to do primetime specials and stuff like that and then won't replay it the next day until like 12 p.m <laughs> when i'm at work what is the point of me having cable when i can just press play pause and watch stuff at my own leisure now to get on today's topic we're talking about today which is net of the flicks i did not think netflix was going to be that big netflix was she really was not giving when she first came out like oh okay we're gonna give you dvds and you know vhs's and you just have to mail it back to us and now they're like oh, okay you come to our website and watch all our stuff and um then all of a sudden they started having studios and stuff and i'm like wait a second <laughs> this is this is was not like on my bingo card for this century and so there are good and bad things about netflix i love that netflix is um giving us especially in the middle of a pandemic a shared global experience besides covid like mm-hmm. now, now people from you know wherever Netflix is accessible, countries across the world can all watch this thing popular show and talk about it across media, and it would be like a cultural pop, generational global phenomenon um, that we can talk about in like five or ten years. Um, but yeah, I <laughs> do. You, um, I don't like the binging culture that netflix has established even as somebody who binge watches um are you guys binge watchers or serial watchers like do you if you're if there's a currently airing show do you like to catch up every week or do you like to sit and watch as many episodes as you can in one sitting i don't um, have time to sit and watch like a whole bunch of stuff at one time so usually i'm the type to just watch weekly but mm-hmm. if it's something that like already came out then i'll at least watch like three or four episodes of it like a day mm, yeah, okay weekly watcher i don't have um i physically cannot binge watch something like i mm. have i the only time i did it was in college because mm. i'm broke and i'm stuck <laughs> in a dorm i can't go anywhere i literally cannot do anything else i don't have a car so yes uh-huh. in college I've experienced like maybe once or twice I've binged something, but no, I've I can't, my attention span cannot last. Mm, okay, what about you, Nia? Um, pretty much what they said, what Marion and Decoria said. I've like back in the day, right when streaming was starting, and I remember mm-hmm. like I specifically would binge a lot of Korean dramas. Um, yeah. back when Drama Fever was around, and that was when I was in college, late high school. Oh, rest in so, peace. <laughs> I know, rest in peace. Y'all were real ones. But um, like that was the time where I think binging works if you have a lot of free time or you're younger and it's like a summer vacation type situation where you don't have responsibilities because if you're going to a job or you have other things to do, you just can't binge like that anymore. Um yeah, I feel like binging works if you're retired or if you're young. <laughs> There's and everything else in between. We have to make time weekly. 
Yeah. Um, I'm a s- extreme binger. I think the most I've binged in one sitting, there was like this 20 episode Korean drama that I did in like a day. Um, I <laughs> like to binge because I'm impatient. So um, even with that being said, I don't like Netflix's binging culture because the way I binge is that the show comes out weekly and then I binge it before the last two episodes or like the last episodes are out before the season finale. So what Netflix is doing is not only, I mean, it's a business strategy. What they're doing is they're cutting, they're only funding projects that they can make seasonal. That's mm-hmm. one thing. Or intentionally making things seasonal. Two, they drop all the episodes on one day. <laughs> and that yeah. is the thing that makes me mad because I don't think um, it allows for those for global phenomenon moments to happen. Like, the last show that I got into weekly that I think thought was really big was Game of Thrones. And Game of Thrones was a weekly experience for everybody at a set time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of shows on Netflix could be bigger if Netflix would just, I don't know, even every other day or even like two episodes a week would make for a better format than dropping a new original series all in one day. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's been like a lot of stuff that they've dropped and because they dropped everything in one day, it didn't have nearly as much hype as it would have on social media. Like for example, Disney plus all of their Marvel shows, they do that weekly. And I swear to God, like, like when WandaVision was airing every week, it was like trending like number one. Right. We're talking about it everywhere. But like they dropped another show. Well, not um Disney, but Netflix dropped this show called Shadow and Bone, which is off a very popular like young adult novel. And like usually that kind of stuff would be very popular, but they dropped it all in like one night. So after everybody's already watched it, nobody's really talking about it anymore like you don't create any kind of fandom for that show because people will talk like look at it once and then just move on basically right right and so it's a feat for a lot of shows especially considering like um squid game which we just got to talk about you guys go check out our full review that for a show whose entire first season was dropped on netflix it's become a global you know shared experience um, because it got so popular, I do, I do think my, the thing I like the most about Netflix is that, um, countries with strict censorship for their public television shows, now, um, stories that would, would, would have been censored are now being picked up for Netflix and still being able to be told, which I think is great because Squid Game, obviously it got rejected for 10 years would never have made it on to that scene where spoiler alert if i'm gonna spoil a scene from squid game at this point but um that scene where sungwoo stabbed himself in the neck would have been blurred we would not see that because as violent as korean television is knives are never allowed to be (laughs) you can smoke you can drink you can crack somebody's head open but a knife in the gut? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. <laughs> that that and yeah. with the woman's head? No. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of it would have been blurred. A lot of the nuances would have never been um past Allowed. censorship. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because um, that show directly like criticizes like capitalism and the government and society and whatnot. So like with that kind of stuff, like you you wouldn't air like on TV and career at all, even with without the violence. I mean there's definitely shows that do that 
So yeah, so it's not just South Korea that um, Netflix is aiding in getting a lot of content that has been either passed up on for years or would never be able to air in certain countries. But I feel like that's the best thing about Netflix as someone who wants a Netflix bag eventually in the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely, um, my rant is that I wish they would stop wish they would just stop dropping seasons all at once <laughs> that's my big oh and subtitles let me oh my god on a soapbox for two seconds to the motherfuckers in the subbing department at netflix please for the love of god stop translating the speech of your characters into aave <laughs> oh you do that when I, I never even notice. When Same. I tell you, when I tell you, specifically when the characters are supposed to be like poor or from the country, like, bitch, <laughs> it. I have a I have a whole thread probably somewhere on my Twitter, but um, this is a Netflix rant, but like a suburbs rant in general, a dialect that is not the standard of the spoken language is not an equivalent for AAVE. It never will be. It never has been because we in the States have country dialects. There are even dialects of AAVE. Somebody from the South and somebody from the West Coast are going to speak two different types of African-American vernacular English. You using quote-unquote slang like sis and you know, like I, didn't, I can't even think of um, a specific thing. Deadass. Right Deadass. Dead yeah. Right. Yeah. Or like, hey girl, for like a simple hi. Like hey what? Girl. <laughs> Please. The biggest... The, okay, for those of you who <clears throat> never watched the movie New World, Shinsege, it's a Korean gangster film. And I'm gonna call Vicky the fuck out. I know they don't pay the suburbs. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish they fixed that. But Vicky Rakuten, the entire subtitles for a character, a cussing gangster with a saturi is an AA motherfucking VE. Oh, I, no. <laughs> mm, no. It's, it, it makes me so bad. And there has been a lot of controversy around Squid Game and the subtitles and the loss of context. Like, subtitles, captions, and the dubbing should not have three different scripts. <laughs> That's they shouldn't true. have three different scripts. I shouldn't have the person who needs captions, like for people who are um, disabled, sh- they shouldn't be getting a different story from the person with subtitles. And subtitles shouldn't get a different dis- um, a story from the person with dubs. Why is the quality control for subtitles on Netflix needs to change? <laughs> I just don't understand I have a question why it's like that. Yeah. About that, actually. So, Tori, since you speak Korean, I saw this like people probably already saw it too because CNN did like or BBC did a whole article about it right but this girl made this half Korean girl who she's like fluent and she made a thread about like how basically if you watch Squid Squid Game and you didn't speak Korean you watched a completely different show and like from how she when she explained it in the thread I kind of didn't understand because like I know exactly what you're talking about yeah yeah, the subtitles I read like what she explained wasn't that different like it was definitely some nuances there that was missed but overall you would still get the same like story and whatever or for whatever. the majority of squid game 
Yeah. I want to say that if you did subtitles versus captions, it was no. Kind yeah, of the different. captions. Okay, yeah, that's what people were saying. Also, they kept yeah. on telling her that she had the wrong subtitles on because CC captions. Those are the captions for the dub of Squid Game, like the English dub. So like of that one, yeah, that's definitely different. But as far as like the regular subtitles, was it like like super far off or? It wasn't super far off, but there was definitely some nuances. Like, because I speak Korean, I probably didn't catch a lot of it because I was just, like, listening more than I was reading the actual subtitles. Yeah. So, from my from what I'm getting is that when I... No, here's the thing. I did I did switch... I think I switched to CC when it went to episode 7 for the VIPs because I'm like, I can't hear anything they're saying without the captions yeah, yeah. on because I couldn't make it out. But... Well, the scenes that they were pointing out, it did kind of curb the character. Okay. Oh, actually, you know what? I've been rewatch. I've not been rewatching. I've been watching people react to Squid Game, and a lot of them are watching it with subtitles. And I realized the biggest thing for me is that a lot of the cussing is not in the subtitles, mm-hmm. so mm. you don't get to see oh. a lot. Yeah, you. Okay, wow, that's true. Yeah, like not- you said, like or something like that. And I was yeah, like, hey, I, yeah. know, I know exactly what you said. Like every time yeah. they said bastard or fuck or shit, it was just like you little brat or oh this bitch, and I'm like, that was definitely a much more harsher cuss word yeah. <laughs> than whatever the yeah. subtitle was. So I did think you missed out on a lot of what the script was trying to say about some of the characters, especially for Minyo, because when she was pointing out the caption, like the CC captions and the subtitles for Minyo, like. The the problem is, is that Netflix doesn't tell you, like, say you had CC captions on when you were watching something else. Yeah. It sometimes automatically puts it on CC captions where you're watching other things. So if you wanted to watch just the subtitles and not the transcription of the dub for Squid Game, it probably read a little different. Yeah, um, I definitely can get how that can happen. But because, like, for me... All of my shows, even if it's in English, I have subtitles on. For some reason, it makes me hear better yep. <laughs> when I'm yes. watching the Correct. show. <laughs> so I, I know to automatically switch it. But now I get it. Like, if you just turn it on, most of the time it will just put it on, like, the CC captions and not, like, the actual captions that are supposed to be the translation for the Korean. Right. And so I think what people were trying to point out is that there are nuances, especially like with like when you had characters like Minyo who cussed every other word, and a lot of the stuff, a lot of the stuff she was saying, like um, the scenes that they point out in the TikTok and in the thread, are very much like important to her character. But because the subtitles kind of narrowed it down and made her character a little less vibrant than she was, I don't think you missed a whole lot. I do think, but I also think there's a, a lot in it that you wouldn't get unless you spoke Korean. So there's always that thing with subtitles and um, captions is that what are you, you have to make sacrifices on what you're going to make this character look like. And, but unfortunately this is a problem with not just Squid Game. A lot of Netflix subtitles are like that. I wonder what it's like in the different languages. I only ever hear a complaint from Korean to English. I've never heard like I saw like- something like when she mm-hmm. made that thread, somebody was like, it's the same thing for like Portuguese to Korean mm-hmm. or like all like any basically anytime anyone translates a language to another yeah. language, you're gonna miss out on stuff regardless. Cause like right. Tori was saying, like if you don't speak the language, there's just certain stuff you're not gonna get. Like yeah. it, right. it doesn't matter how they translate it, you don't you literally wouldn't know unless you like can speak it fluently. Right, right. So I do think I think I think all of the posts pointing out the differences were valid because Netflix should be telling you like 
CC, here's the CC option. Here's what the subtitle option is. And people shouldn't, you know, people shouldn't be experiencing different things, especially people who are disabled. They should get the most, um, the most closest in translation to things. Like the fact that the CC captions is not like the subtitles and that's intentional because it's a transcription of the dub and the dub is definitely not like (laughs) the actual subtitles and nuanced. But we also know that Netflix rushes shit, or it feels True. like they rush shit. But yeah, it's definitely, I don't think you're going to miss a lot. I do think that it's unfortunate. Um, but again, I'm not a native Korean speaker, so, but I think if you watch it with subtitles, you were fine. I'm not going to judge you if you watch it with dubs on, because I get it. And then I'm not talking to people who disabled who need dubs or CCs. But if you have the option to listen to the actors really use their voices for emotion, it yeah. substitutes any of the mistranslation of the subtitles. That's another argument that's going on. For some reason, people have the perception that people telling you to watch it sub over dub is people who watching it sub thinking they're superior. And no, most of the time, <laughs> that's not what it is. As someone who watches a lot of stuff with subtitles, like, I switch, especially with anime, I will switch between, like, the dubbed and the sub. And Mm -hmm. generally, I don't know why this happens, but when they get English voice actors to dub, they don't have the same, like, cadence and enthusiasm. The emotion is so different. Yeah, they, like, the ability, like, the the acting ability is just on different levels as far as their voice acting. I don't know why, like, maybe they, like, hire, like, cheaper people or something like that. Like, anime, I feel like anime dubbers and then these Korean drama dubbers, the anime ones are much better, but still. It's still still, off, yeah. yeah. And then Mm -hmm. another thing, too when it comes to live media and watching it dubbed i for me personally it it throws me off trying to look at their mouth and hearing something different it takes off a whole like level of emotion for the characters you can't get immersed like you can't get immersed in it for me i couldn't i can't get immersed in the show in yeah yeah. so i mean i think you would have a better to me i think the most authentic experience even with netflix's um, lower quality control on some subtitles is that you should be able to listen to these actors because they worked hard to do these roles and I feel like you're definitely missing a part of it to point out my AAVE thing for specific Korean shows that I've seen like people are translating like how are you into what's good and I'm like not what's good <laughs> what's good that's not Korean slang like even if the person was using not even standard Korean to say, how are you? You don't translate that into what's good (laughs) in subtitles. Right. And it's like a mix. And it's not even like they're like going to use AAVE for this character the entire time. They like just throw shit in there. They'd be like, what's Mm. good? Oh, I'm doing fine. And I'm like, that's not how that person would ever talk. (laughs) That's not how they're talking now. So yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I think Netflix is doing a lot more good than they are bad. They're still a private company at the end of the day and all that. And I'm glad we got to, like, I didn't think a Squid Game was going to get as big as it is. And so this whole, like, shared experience. I've been, re- last night, All I, <laughs> the reason the episode was so late editing was that I had no desire to watch anything. Especially after I watched The Veil, I was like, I am stressed. <laughs> I need something to de-stress. And I went and watched a bunch of, um black people reacting to school game that was fun so yeah 
And Home I hear you talking about the, the, oh, go ahead, the, no, I didn't mean to cut you off, but like oh, no, 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 about the shared experience thing. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I feel like since that is one thing about back to the beginning of the episode cable, it mm-hmm. used to be like everyone would watch the same thing right. at the same time because like that was when it aired, you know? Um, but now it's like everyone can kind of decide what they want to watch on their own. So unless something is super popular like this or game of Thrones, like squid game or game of Thrones, like you don't, not everyone will know the same things. So it's very rare when you do get shows like that, where mm-hmm. you can tell like most of the country or most of the world is tuned into this one piece of media. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really good. Who owns your Netflix account? My mom owns ours. <laughs> um, Now my mom does. I used to. Yeah. I own mine, but like my friend uses it and all of my cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I do mine. Oh, my wait, no, I don't own mine. Me and my brother, it's in our phone plan. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Also, yeah. um, I just want to say, if I am paying for a subscription, I don't want to see ads. I don't want to see it ever. Oh. Don't. Oh, yeah. ne- Hulu Disney, with ads like, Disney, thing is like, crazy. Here's the, here's the Disney bundle and you can get Hulu. But then Hulu is with ads. No, thank you. I will pay for it separately so I don't have oh. to deal with that. Oh, my God. I don't know why my... I will say that the streaming services have made have made it so that way it is it is like almost it's painful sometimes to sit through these ads, especially yeah. like um on Hulu sometimes um certain movies like I'm watching Venom, Venom has ads and I'm like, "Oh my oh god. No. Oh, oh my no. God. <laughs> Don't it's make like me go watching, through this." It's basically like you're just watching regular TV at that point. No, like right. um, how far have we come? What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> we really went think- right back in a circle. No, it like is. no, we really did, y'all. Like we went from paying crazy amounts for cable packages, and now every channel is going to have their own streaming service, and it's That's- just going to. I'm waiting for Comcast <laughs> or AT and T to be like, "Here's the streaming bundle, Comca- yeah. Xfinity streaming bundle." <laughs> oh, like, no. Uh, Comcast will definitely do that. They, I remember the first day they started uh, data capping Wi-Fi. I remember Oof. the day they did that shit. <laughs> that was just that was rough. Oh. <laughs> yeah yeah i um yeah um here's me putting good out energy in there i will get my netflix bag one day and i'm gonna give y'all all netflix goodies because they sure do be loving to give that shit out <laughs> they do <laughs> manifest manifest manifesting manifesting i hope you enjoyed this little mini episode with the four of us on and i think that's the first time we've done that but we all had something to say about you know the giant that netflix has become um it'll be interesting to see how streaming continues to um adapt and survive over the next few decades or whatever but um until next time oh make sure you um come talk to us on twitter or tiktok at commented podcast but until next time i'm tori i'm Marin. i'm mia and i'm decoria bye-bye Bye.